like some planes All we do is elevate To the ceiling elevate Welcome to another installment, another episode. I got my, I got the game with me. Um, this is gonna be a little different. Last time I had two guests. This time I got five. Um, all college freshmen, people I used to go to school with. You feel me? Uh, you know, just go down the line, introduce yourself, Tyson. Braylon. What, what school you go to? Oh, I go to Wingate. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Braylon. Oh, I go to Wingate. <laughs> What's good? Rock USC. Cam, a.k.a. BZ, College Charleston. Yo, it's Big Crib. I go to USC. Word. Since I'm the realest in the room, oh, this Nick. Here I go, go to Clark. Yeah. I go to Clark, Atlanta. A.k.a. Brickio, a.k.a. The, the fourth member of Migos. A.k.a. Motor Oil. A.k.a. Nguye. Hey, bro. Nguye. We got a quick kente. All right, here we go, A.k.a. Penny Stripper. Hey, so we got another show lined up for y'all, man. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. You know, follow the IG. I'm going to put it in the description. So let's get to it, man. Uh, so, you know, just going down the line. You no, know, speak first, whoever wants to. Uh, describe for your first semester in one word. Easy. Explain easy, right? Well, oh, no, 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 no. I say, I say, it was chill. I ain't really, I ain't really speak too up. much. Oh, my bad. Speak up. Speak so she was... Like, because I say the first half of campus, I mean, the first half of the semester, it was straight football. I wasn't really doing Word. nothing else. So it was yeah, football same. in school, football yeah, in school. Same. And then when I really just, I was just like, man, I ain't playing. Because I, I was like, I'm not <laughs> playing, so let me do whatever. And yeah. I started getting out of my room and shit. But. I got you. Uh, who else? Who else got a word? I mean, mine was pretty rough, you know. Uh, when you go to Wingate, you know, <laughs> you, certainly, you certainly don't go for the academics, you know what I'm saying? So I get why it's not. Yeah. But when you go to USC, I mean, the classes are pretty rough. Uh, just getting adjusted and everything. So, yeah. I feel you. Any, any, anyone of y'all, bro? No. Nah, I mean, piggybacking off of Rob, you know, I have my roommate over there, but nah. But, I mean, it was straight. Uh, it was a transition. Oh, one word, excuse me. Uh, meticulous. Meticulous. meticulous, meticulous, ooh, meticulous, meticulous. Thank you. Nah, cause I mean, like your day can switch within an instance. But I mean, like after getting your your feet in the water and like understanding, you know what you gotta do. Like it was pretty straight though. Where, where, where? Um, I know everybody in here goes to like a different school, but like, what's the culture of your campus? I'm gonna start. So Nick, you go to HBCU, bro. What's the culture of your campus for real? The culture? ATL, Clark Atlanta University. What's the culture of your campus, like, day-to-day? Day-to-day? It's chill. It's like, you don't really be doing too much. You don't really be doing too much. Like, you just be, like, walking around campus, you know, you got your occasional dudes that'll be like, hey, bro, you want some za? <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, bro, and then you just, it's just like, get through the week, get your grades right, so we can, you can party. Where it, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just holding. Oh yeah, Cam, you go to a, a, a very predominantly white <laughs> school, as do I. So please tell me about the culture of your school, for real. Uh, in like, terms of like racists and homophobes, type shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm, getting straight, I'm getting straight to it. I'm getting straight to it. Uh, personally, me. Oh, there's one time, right? Y'all know Tyler Gaston, right? Yeah. Uh, we was. No, we ain't got a name. We got a name drop. Oh, my fault, my fault. Let's keep going, bro. Let's keep going. You know T, right? Uh, we was renting a bike. You know the little. Uh, you been at Charleston, right? Remember the little bike ride thing? Rent a bike. Yeah. Yeah, we rent a rent a bike. So what happened was, um, K didn't know how to ride a bike, right? So, like, we teach you how to ride a bike. Next thing you know, out of nowhere, a cop car pulls up. And so, like, he was like, y'all good? We were like, yeah, because you run a bike. He was like, y'all sure? He was like, yeah, so why y'all got a lock in your hand? Because he or T go twirling a lock in his hand, right? And he don't do no better because, like, he talking about some. If you come around the corner, I'll show you where I got it from. So. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's what I got. And, like, he, oh, my phone. No way. And he said, like, his most, like, white passing voice, right? And the cop looking like, what you mean by that? So, like, of course, you know, it took, like, two of us to de-escalate the situation. I had to pull up my phone, show me rent the, bo- rent the bike. And so, like, he was like, all right, cool. So, that was, like, I guess the only incident where I really had, like, big racial things. But, like, College Charleston, I'm not going to say it's, like, all very so inclusive, but, like, they're trying, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Like, I think like, every university has that, like, diversity aspect where they try to include more students. Like, I see you've been in the media a lot, though. That, been on the brochures and everything. That's one thing. Great thing about PWI is they put you as a poster child, so you know what I'm saying? Free handouts. I'm here for it. been a celebrity. What you got to say, Rob? Oh, no. I just feel like, I don't know, because it is a PWI, but like, I feel like I got to be like on my shit all the time. Word. Like, because I remember one night, slipping. Uh, I came back from Coastal, you know, seeing my girl and shit. And, uh, you know, our parking garage is like a good little walk from the uh, dorm and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was walking up. We got this big ass hill you got to walk up. I was walking up the hill, Bird. and I seen this wallet on the ground. But then, luckily, like out of the corner of my eye, I seen this white girl behind me, and I was like, "Damn, should I pick up this wallet?" But she gonna think I'm fucking <laughs> stealing the wallet. So like, yeah. I just kept walking, and then like I looked back, and like she looked at me, and then looked at the wallet, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like she, uh, I'm just gonna, <laughs> this shit. I don't know. It was just look like a scene out of a movie. Like she gonna yeah. fucking this nigga try to rob me. So I don't know. I was just thinking crazy shit. So I just went ahead and walked across the street because it's like one o'clock in the morning, and then like. All of a sudden, I walked across the street, and then once you get over the hill, you can't see behind you. And I just heard, like, because, you know, they all wear flops and shit. So I just heard, like, hella flip, like, just fast as shit. And she's running behind me, and she was like, did you drop this wallet? Did you drop this wallet? And I was like, oh, shit, she's going to say I fucking raped her or some shit. So I started, like, <laughs> nigga, I started fucking, like, hauling ass. And, like, she, bro, when I tell you I was hauling ass, and she was hauling ass even faster, like, she just fucking caught up to me. And then, like, she got in front of me, and she was like, oh, my God, did, did you drop this wallet? And I was like, nah, like, I'm straight. Like, she was like, you want to return it with me? And I was like, Keep, keep in nah, mind, this nigga Reed used to run track and got ran down by a white girl. Bro, she was in flop. She was in flops and everything, bro. I was trying to get the fuck away from her because it's one o'clock in the morning and it's just me and her on the street. And I was like, hell no. So then we fucking returned the wallet and then like we get on the elevator and shit. And you know, I don't know if y'all are like you go to Peter, right? Like y'all got elevators and shit. Yeah. I don't know why white people do this. Like you can be in the corner of the elevator. And they'll be in the corner of the elevator with you, <laughs> and you be like this, and be like, "Well, you don't know social." Uh, what floor are you on? And then yeah. you fucking press the floor, and like they'll be like, you you think somebody that fucking close to you they ain't gonna say something? They just be. <laughs> and then everybody in our building, I don't care for like every white person I build, I'm not trying to be racist, but like even if they don't know you, as soon as they get off the elevator, have a good one. I'll see you. And you be like. I don't know that nigga. What the fuck? Yeah, and then you yeah. just go up to your room. But now, like just extra friendly type of thing. Oh, yeah, that's how it is. But, um, yeah, you definitely got to be on your P's and Q's and places like that, like, because you can't get caught slipping. And, 
Like I, I, I see what you mean. Like in that kind of situation, especially at one thirty in the morning, like yeah. you don't want to be caught up with a white girl screaming or anything like that, that running at you. So, oh snap! This, okay, this is a good question for y'all. All right, so you know, how are your relationships different in college? In what regards? Well, Cam, you seen you out of immediate yeah, answer. Cam, like, oh, so I was mic for me. Okay, uh, in let's what go regards? In, in regards to maturity levels. Do you see a difference in maturity <laughs> when it comes to relationships? Nah, busy. We can answer it together. Come on. Go ahead, man. Somebody, somebody, go in, man. You, you go, go ahead. Go ahead. I had to say that uh, it's more mature. Well, at least the girl I have. Shout out Christina. I love you, baby. Anyway, um, it's more mature. Oh my fault. I mean, like, ways, yeah, describe. I mean, like, Chris. relationships and like, as far, ooh, excuse me, relationships as far as like friendship, relationship wise. Um, I mean, like, of course, I wouldn't say they're more mature, but they're very passive. Yeah. Like, you have your friends. Like, you have people that you're always going to roll with. Like, exactly. I mean, like, me and Rob, we're always together. Like, me and Helena, we're always, me and Maya, we're always together. But, like, pa- like college is very, you have a lot of passive friendships. Like, we could mm-hmm. be digging it one day, and then you're ghosted the next day. Like Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, the relationships that you have are mature. Like, you know, like, but it's... It's very, I wouldn't say it's similar to high school because it's very polar opposite, but I mean, those, I mean, it's a little bit more mature, but as far as like boyfriend and girlfriend, like Cam, I mean, of course it gets mature because now you're an adult, so I mean, it's no more like, oh yeah, I'll see you at the class, meet me at the water fountain or the locker or something like that. Yeah. Nick, you seem like you got something to say. Yeah, Nick, you got something to say, bro. Go ahead, talk your. Slide. Try to speak into the mic. About relationships in college, uh, they were not. Nah, they uh, they are more mature, bro. Like, you you know what you want in college. Yeah. Like when you get to high school, bro, you just experiment. You know it's gonna come to end. You know you got a whole different path in life. But like, when you get to college, bro, you know what you want more, bro. Pause. <laughs> but yeah, nah. You know what you want when you get to college, and you know like. You're more mature in the sense of, like, you've been through enough stuff to figure out, you know, when you get to a certain situation, figure out a solution quicker than what you would do in high school. Right. What, what about, about you or Bray? I piggyback off what Nick says, like, <clears throat> you know what you want. So, I mean, I feel like when a, a problem persists or some shit like that, say you in high school, you you might be petty. You might not talk it out, Word. or That's a lot of shit like that. You in college, you, you grown, bro. Figure that shit out yourself. Yeah, and get to the bottom of it. If y'all disagree, y'all disagree. Go about with it. If y'all agree, then then good. Find a problem and you know keep it pushing type shit. Do you feel like a like a like the relationships you're in now, like where's the relationships you were in high school? Like, do you feel a stronger connection to the people? Like, why not? Like, I know you said it was passive, but like I feel like even in those passive relationships, like. You may get ghosted today, but like you still come together at the end of the day. Do you feel like that's a stronger connection type of thing? This is what I, this is what I feel like. Like, you know, you got them friends that you've been friends with since like you were born, basically. Yeah. And like you can be away from them for like years and then come back and never miss a beat. But like Word. when it comes to like the high school friendships that you made, like you know, y'all are boys and shit. But like some of the people you became friends through consistency because you saw yeah, them every exactly. day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Word. So like it wasn't per se like. I'm not going to say, like, you're not friends, but, like, most of the time it was just through the fact that I got class with them every day. I got to see them every day. Acquaintance. Yeah, they're a decent person. I'm going to talk to them. So I feel like in college that grows even smaller 
because you know in high school, like most of the people in high school we went to middle school with or elementary school with. But you know, for my example, like Chris, Maya, Helena, I feel like because we were good friends, but then it made us closer because like we all came from Spring Valley, so like we live right next to each other. Yeah, so it's just the fact that like you see them on a consistent basis, and then on top of that, you're not as in like you're not as involved yet as a freshman, so like you don't know the whole campus. Whereas if, like when you're in high school, I mean, you know everybody, know everybody. So I feel like that. No, I mean, same with Rob, like that consistency factor. But I mean, the friendships that you do, like actually like truly build in college, like they're like genuine, you know, like even though I said like you got passive people, like you see the hey, you might never speak to them again. But like when you actually like establish and have and build that relationship, like it really is like quality. And like you can tell the difference from high school, like, you know, there might even, you know, like through different experiences and different activities that, you know, you experience in college mm-hmm. kind of, like, helps build the friendship better, especially since now you're an adult, like, you're dealing with, like, real stuff. Like, it isn't, you know, like, can you send me homework and now we're friends, you know, like, yeah. hey, can you actually help me with some real stuff that, you know, trying to, like, help me get, you know, to where I need to be. So, I mean, the friendships are way different from high school. Well, yeah, so we all go to a place where, like, you know, not a lot of people from, well, y'all go to a place where, like, a lot of people from Spring Valley went. Like, y'all have that close friend group. Like, but um, people like, you know, Bray, Nick, and Cam that may not have as many people from Valley or as many people as you knew um, at your university. Like, how is, um, like, I don't know, finding new people and talking to new people for, like, yeah, for me, especially at, like, my place, like, I'm all the way up north. Like, they, like, it's just different completely. So you, like, how is it putting yourself out there to new people and interacting with them and how do you see that um transforming into potential friendships i say maybe more of like a people person because like when you like in high school it's like your teacher kind of forces you to talk to each other so it's like you more like got to work on your people skills so you can meet new people especially going to pwy so like i made it like common even if i don't know you specifically as a person of color i'm gonna try and speak to you just because not so many of us yeah so like in that way, that's how I made like a lot more connections and people. Yeah, and same then, way. Same yeah, way, like man. at least you know my face. So, like I'm not a complete stranger. Yeah, exactly. So like, cause I only had like one person I really knew. Like a childhood friend came with me to college, Charleston. He's my roommate. So like, besides that, I had to like you know work on all my friends. Yeah. How about you, bro? For me, it was like I don't really talk. I yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not a people person for real. So it was football. You know, being around a team. You build bonds with the guys you win. So it was like when I first got there, it was just the running backs. That's all I was really talking to. Then you branch out to all the freshmen, then people on offense, defense, and now you got brothers that you ain't know before yeah. and type shit like that. And then, um, too. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And they take care of you. They're not going to let you do no stupid shit. Right, right. And then it was um, just being in my dorm more. So I know people in my dorm, but right. that's that's how I really built my friendships. Yeah, it was like the same way Cam said. It was like... There's like probably one percent of my campus is black, so like it's not a lot of us. Yeah. No, I ain't gonna lie though. It's bad, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Even though like I went to like high school thirty minutes away from like you know my college now at USC, but like being honest, it's like a di- like you know like how you think it's still oh, a different atmosphere. It's a different atmosphere. Like literally, like I barely see anybody from high school. Where? You know, like you would think like. You know, oh, yeah, you're going to USC. I'm going to be running into you at least once a week. Like, there's people I haven't seen since, like, graduation. So, like, essentially, like, it feels like it's a whole new world. Like, even though, like, y'all actually left and went to a different one, 
Yeah. It's like, even though, yeah, I went 30 minutes and everybody from my school might go there, you don't see them because, you know, like the school is just so big, you yeah. know. But, I mean, yeah, you got to have people skills wherever you go. Yeah. Regardless. I had to do it the same way Cam did because, like, yeah, like I said, like 1% of my campus is black. So, like, when you find, like, uh, other black students, and especially the black athletes, like, that are on the soccer team, like, because like, there's only, like, probably three of us or four of us on the football team that are black and, like, two of them about to graduate. Type of thing, Dang. yeah, man, it's crazy. Please, man, bro, if you a recruit, room, if you a recruit listening to this, bro, think about Carnegie. You got a 4.0, bro, just bro. S- slide that transcript. Bro. Don't slide it. Slide bro. your film. You have to have a 35 ACT score. Hey, bro, it's not slide. Please, <laughs> hey, we got a ring. We got a ring coming in. I promise you. Encounters with women um, <laughs> in college, <laughs> and you know, on the steps. <laughs> hey, bro, let me get the question. <laughs> nah. Nah. So we got like, we got like two people in here that like found their um that are in relationships as a result of them um going to school and meeting their girlfriend at the college. So like, uh, describe like those encounters. Oh, three. My bad. Yeah, three. <laughs> y'all, y'all boys describe like how um. That ain't, like those encounters went down and like meeting new women and meeting new people that you knew you wanted to be with. Why you sliding Nick, please go first. You haven't talked. Why you slide the mic? Go ahead, man. Come on, bro. I'll start. No, I'll start. I'll start. Listen, look. All right, look. Look, the encounters with females. So like, you think in high school, like, oh, once I get to college, like every female is gonna be trying to like get me laid. Like I'm about to be getting laid. I'm about to have run on my body count. Like. Yeah, there's a bunch of girls. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. But, like, if you – I don't want to say if you don't actively pursue it, it's not going to happen. Like, that false advertisement of, like, oh, yeah, you get to college, you just get laid every night. Like, no, that's not, yeah, the, case. not the case. Like, no. that's not the case. Like, you think, like, you're about to be, like, lady heaven. Like, no, that's not the case. But, I mean, like, encounters with girls, like, I mean, a lot of girls are – I don't want to say – more at free will now because a lot of girls were locked up when they're in the house. You know, like yeah. they were sheltered, secure, you know, like they couldn't do nothing from the get go. So now that they free, like they going like ape shit. Like they going crazy. Right. Like they gonna go crazy. So like um I mean that's like what is it? No, like, like, but they go, like, crazy, bro. So, I mean, like, you know, you have them, you know, who are just like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. You want to do this, you want to do that. Like, yeah, you have that. But at the same time, those relationships don't last. Like, all of a sudden, like, you be talking to a girl for, like, a week or two. You see her one time, and now y'all both ghosted. Like, y'all both ghosted and junk. So, I mean, that's what, I mean, like, female, like, when you find, like, after me, it took me a minute. Yeah. Because, like... I done been on, like, I done went out, I done went to parties and stuff, I done, you know what I'm saying, like, I done went to college with someone, not with them now, like, I mean, that's another thing, no matter how hard you try, like, there's only one case, and that's raw, like, there's only one case of going into high school with, I mean, going into college with a relationship, Rob, you the exclusion, but that job, it don't, no, it don't work. I got a question for Rob. Like, it just yeah. don't work. Like, yeah. if y'all aren't already strong from the get-go, if your relationship is on rocks, like, not saying mine was, but like, look, yeah, don't go in a relationship with, yeah. I mean, college with a relationship. That's all I got to say. No, no I want to hear from Nick. Bro. Nick oh, go ahead, Nick. Come on. Talk your talk. What you got to say, bro? For you. 
I mean, like, bro, when you come down, when, like, you come down there, the intention of you coming down there is not for you to find a relationship until you're, like, soft, really sophomore, junior year, bro. Like, you supposed, like, everybody claim they, like, they, like, you supposed to go down there, you supposed to live your life, like, you know, have the mo, have as much fun as you want your freshman year. And for me, like, bro, like, two weeks into school, bro. I met my shawty in the club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two weeks in. Two weeks in. At a party, bro. Two weeks in, met her, bro. Yeah. And it was like... Now you in love. Yeah. You in love? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. 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 I tweet that shit. Nah, I mean, like, but that, though, like, I mean, after a while, like, you realize who's, like, just a like a fast ass girl who's like yeah. an actual down female. And like, I mean, like after time, like I wasn't looking for a relationship either, but it just happened. You know, like, like it's the truth, but it's the truth. Like, I mean, like, oh, you said no cap, my fault, my fault, my fault, guy. Nah, but I mean, like, like you really don't be looking for a relationship. Like it just comes out, you know, it just comes out the water. And I mean, like when it happens, like, you know, when it happens. And I mean, that's just how it happened. Yeah, bro. Cause like the difference with me, bro, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cap, bro. Every girl I met before I met my girl, all they would talk about is like party this, party that, bro. Like come out to this party, come out to that party. Let's go out party. Let's go, you know, go to a hookah bar, a hookah lounge, bro. Let's go drink, do the same, bro, bro. And then like when I met my girl, she was like, Nah, you need to stay. You need to stay and focus on football. Like you got too much mm, going for yourself. That's your real. So yeah, I, yeah, that, yeah. That's what. That's what I was like. Like, I was like, I was like, when she said that, I was like, oh, and like, that was like the week that I like actually started playing like my position, like starting. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, nah, you got too much to lose right now. Like, you need to stay in the crib. Don't go out. Like, even like when stuff happened, like people get robbed on my campus and people start going outside and stuff, bro. Yeah. She would be like, nah, you need to stay in the room. You go out there, something happened to you. How am I going to explain that? Word. I just be like, yeah, give it a beat. He been holding his give tongue. Give it a beat, you know, get the rock. Yeah. I'll say, wait, what's the question again? Women. Oh, women. Let me get the bread. Let me get the bread. When, like, when I came to, so first I came to a summer program, right? Yeah. So like, we it was all the minorities, pretty much. As much as you gonna see that were freshmen in one place. And so like, Man, we ain't asked me a little. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, no, I'm just trying to show you, like, but like, it's like. You know, the idea is that, like, I tell, like, in terms of, like, this girl specifically, the one that I'm with, but, like, she really kind of, like, set the bar of what, like, a woman's supposed to be, like, in a relationship. Because, like, every dude, like, it's, it's key common, like, you're supposed to chase after the girl, and then she's supposed to give you, like, you got to work her down so she can give you the time of the day. She just straight up told me, like, how she felt, what she wants. And if, like, you're not feeling that same way, well, I'm moving on, and you're going to see that. You miss out on a good thing. So, like, I took that as a key size. Like, she tell me what she want, and am I going to be dumb enough to let that walk out my face, like, walk out the door? I like that. That's, that's real direct. Like, she was like, like, I don't stop. Like, I never chase after a man. So the fact that I'm willing to do that for you says a lot about you personally as a, as a man and how I feel about you. Yeah. So, like, I really tell that in mind because a girl has never, like, pursued me. Yeah. So, so, like, <laughs> if, if, y'all, if y'all know me, they know me, honey bun. <laughs> so, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, the fact that she did that, you know what I'm saying? I did fuck up along the way, but we, we rock steady now. 
But you know, yeah, that's pretty much all. Like, what she, about you, Bray? Even though, like, yeah, you said, like, it's like, yeah, like I, I piggyback off what um, but I'm not. I piggyback off what uh, Chris said. Like, I go to a white private school, bro. Yeah. So it's like a lot of females there. You they they smart. If you a regular student, you smart. So you cooped up. You you stay in your books. You get you get the college. You want freedom. So some bitches be on go, and then you got you got um, huh. Oh, some females be on go, and like you, you, you'll go to a party and you'll see, you know, everything, bitches like, wow, damn, I keep saying it. females drunk, females <laughs> high, all that, and then you'll see, you'll see, um, you walk, I don't know, bro, it's, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It's basically what Chris said, bro. No, nah, bro, like yeah, like I'm telling you, like girls that be cooped up. They go crazy when they got free. Yeah. Not even I mean, girls that's been cooped up, bro. Room, like, like yeah. they go, especially, bro. Like, like no limits. Look, look, I need look, I look. When they get out their house, they just go crazy. They don't care if they freaking in a fraternity house, sorority house, or they in the hallway of your freaking dorm. It's like, uh, a lot of, a lot of, of you just well, you just in a party chilling and like a drunk girl walk up to you. Yes. Oh God. Like, oh my God. A lot of like, females make that like their personality. Like, yes, like, they, they do, make that their personality, bro. And has it. Nah, like that. That's real talk. That's like dudes do that too, though. No, just dudes go out do that. To party and just like think they like. They yeah, make man, it a personality trait, bro. Like, that's all females do. Like, literally, like, and they'll just sit and they just fiend for anything to get them attention. Not saying that's all females yeah, want, like, like mm-hmm. in people, college, yeah. but like, a lot of like the things that girls come for, like, of course, you want your education, but at the same time, you want male attention. Like, you're fiending for it. Like, you need, like, I'm not saying every female need it, but like, they're like, I need it. Oh, shoot. Cool. All right, Reed, but like, what's different about yours? Like, you're in a relationship actually, and y'all go to two different schools. So how's that been for you? Because I know, like, I mean, like, like you probably had run-ins with females that like wanted to talk to you, type of thing, and like you had to. Open disclosure: I haven't that. ran into any females. <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I actually, I've never seen a female on campus. Matter of fact, but um, no, it's uh, like I tell a lot of people, like coming up on um three-year anniversary in March. So yeah. Oh, yeah, ladies man, ladies man. Yeah, but no, my boy. I tell a lot of people like it's it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the first couple of months of the relationship, it's like everything goes perfect. Like everybody's whoop de whoop. Like oh yeah, but you really start to see like who you want to be with when you get into that year mark or that year and a half mark, and you start spending a lot of time with a person because you know whether it's Bray or Chris or Nick, like. Even like your closest friend, you spend too much time with somebody, they're gonna do something to piss you off eventually. Yeah. And I tell people it's not about like finding the perfect somebody, because there's not a perfect somebody out there. It's just about finding who's willing to work with you and you're willing to work with them regardless of your flaws or your shortcomings, inconsistencies. It's just about who's willing to work with you yeah. to grow better. What's good, man? I thought I'd take a break to let y'all know about the merchandise we have for the podcast. With a wide variety of products, we have long sleeve tees, short sleeve tees, hoodies, phone cases, laptop stickers, tapestries, and even bucket hats. So obviously there's a wide variety to choose from. And all you have to do is either go to the link in the description of this episode or the link in our page's bio. Uh, don't be afraid to go shop and get some merch. We back. We tell them to talk about mental health. Um, so... Speak to how your mental health has been affected since you um, joined college. Nah, I got this. Listen. 
Listen, mental health is something extremely serious. Like, not even on no joking stuff, bro. Like, especially being I, a black man at a PWI. Yeah, like I'm gonna be the first one to like, like admit. Like before going to college, I used to think like I wouldn't say mental health was a joke, but I didn't think it was as serious as it truly is. Word. Like I used to think like mental health is like you just need to be mentally tough, but you can be mentally tough and your mental health still be horrible. Word. Um. Shout out Coach Moore. No, for real. No. <laughs> but, like, I mean, because, <laughs> like, bro, like, you think you mentally tough, bro. Like, you can go through stuff. Like, oh, I done been through this. I can do it again. But, like, like it takes a toll on you, like, always having to, like, you know, feel like you're in an uphill battle, you know? Word. And especially because, like, now, like, you're going for a degree. You know, it's not no more like, you don't feel oh, like you ever get a break exactly, bro. Like, it's like, you know, you could skate through your classes. Oh, I get C's on all my tests, but I'm going to still get to the next grade or this, any above. Okay, you get a C on, you know, all your tests, but you have two tests in the class. Then you have no homework. That's like, scary, though, bro. And like, exactly. And, like, trying to, like, you know, like, get yourself out and get yourself known because, like, you're trying to get the stuff to get to your job because nobody just wants a piece of That's paper what I'm no more. Like, your GPA. Like, exactly. Actually, like your GPA. It means so much more than it used to, bro. Exactly. Like, like in high school, it was just, like, get you into college. Like, get you into college. Now it's like, you need a GPA. You need this certificate. You need this internship. Word. You need this. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to apply internships now, and I'm like, I don't know if my GPA going to be exactly, right. Exactly, bro. Like, <laughs> bro like, like, you have to have, like, all these experiences and stuff. Stuff. And I mean, like, you feel like you're always in this uphill battle. Like, you're always battling. So it's like, dang, you know, how mentally tough am I? Like, yeah, I'm mentally tough, but like, you have to like actually take a second, like, tend to yourself. Like, cause your health, like, when your health, like, your mental health is deteriorating, your overall, like, health is gonna deteriorate. So I feel like taking time for yourself and like, that was one thing that I really had to like realize, like, it's okay to like take a break. It's okay to like step back from something or take some time from something. Not everything has to be done in a traditional order, you know? Yeah. Um, sure. But I mean, that's my take. I mean, what about you, Reed? Chris, no. Yeah. Boy, nigga, I go to sleep, boy, 8 a.m. I'll be like, oh, no, I don't go to no 8 a.m. classes. When I figured out, when I. <laughs> no, bro, you gotta take your mental hey, health days, bro. Out, when I figured out the classes that don't take attendance and the classes that I could still get good grades in without going to the class, they ain't see me into the fucking final exam, nigga. Swear. But then also, you know my pops. So, like, yeah. mm. coming from, like, being raised <laughs> by my pops, like, Shut up, I'm not, like, I don't, like, when, I, when I'm going to say this, some people are like, oh, you're pushing it off, whatever, like, but, like, I can just get in this zone where it's just, like, the grind, like, just get up, do it, like, do what you got to do, and then fucking worry about shit later. But, like, not saying, like, I push it off. Like, if I needed to fucking sleep, nigga, I'm most definitely going to skip that goddamn class. Yeah. So, it is what it is. That's how I feel. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, sleep like, is definitely pivotal. That's what I'm bro. saying, bro. You guys to Get a routine. What you feel like, bro? All right. Uh, you a student. Okay, now, you different because you got a little bit more on your plate, especially being a, um, a student athlete. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a, a red shirt. It was a point, bro. It's like, like, I, football was the only thing I was looking forward to. Yeah. Like the rest of my day, I'd be like, bro, all I care about is these two hours of practice because that's the only thing I was finding fun. Yeah. And then, no, 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 I wasn't. <laughs> nah, no, bro, I think it's like real talk, though. Is, bro. Like, it's that's like, a good question. It's like the only thing that I was having fun with was practice, bro. Like, because this was like early and I wasn't really out of my room. And I, I don't have a roommate, bro, because my roommate don't be on campus. So, so it was just like, I'm either in my room or I'm at practice. So, practice was the only thing that I found fun. Yeah. And then, um, say I say I was going through something. In high school, 
you got your parents. I talk, I talk to my people about everything, bro. So if I'm going through something, I talk to my mom, I talk to my dad. Exactly. And yeah. they, they get me right. But I can't do that because I'm two hours away. That support so, system's not there no yeah, more. You, you got to find different means of support, and you got to learn how to support yourself. No, no, no. I mean, like, when Chris, when Chris talking about, like, um, mental health days, like, like sometimes oh, yeah. just just take a day to relax and just, just chill. But, like, yeah, for sure. You know, if you like when you you say you have an eight AM, if you have a day where you know you, you know your class is light, just chill. I ain't gonna lie, bro. There's been days where I just didn't straight up did not want to go to practice, bro. Like I'll I'll come home from class because I've had a workout that morning. Come home from class, you just take a nap. You wake up from that nap. It's about f- what four o'clock. You got practice at five. Like dang, like do I really want to get up and go to practice today. And you're like, yo, I got made a commitment. That's why I'm here. That's what I'm here to do. Get up, go to practice. You come back, it's 8 o'clock, you got homework to start on. You don't go to bed till like, maybe midnight, 2 a.m. Mm, yeah, nah, I be asleep. Look. Like, in college, bro, because, like, you know, I, was, I never, like, really studied in high school. Exactly. Because, to be honest, like, I could care less about high school. Like, they know about that, bro. I was just, like, trying to get the fuck up out of there. Facts. But, Same. Yeah. like, I've been, like, every day, like, after class, like, I go straight to the library. And I've been oh in the li- yeah, prison, no, but I've been in the library for like four, <laughs> five, six hours, and it's kind of like I'm taking it like how I used to like, cause when I started getting like serious about track and knew we was like getting close to like state championship, yeah, like I started like getting in the lab, like learning the fucking craft. Like it's a lot. People think track is just running, but like perfecting blocks, perfecting yeah, my sure. form, learning. How- I even had fucking did math calculations on how many steps it takes to get to a fucking, the time I was trying to get to. Word. So, like, it's just getting, like, in the lab and that shit. And so, like, I have to treat school like that now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. So, like, when I, be, when I be in the library, God. when I be in the library, that's like being in the weight room. That's like being in the gym, like, in the lab, like, fucking pull up goddamn organic chemistry tutor, nigga, go crazy. Swear. You learning Swear. calculus, you learning School whatever. used to be, like, easy. Crazy. Exactly. Yeah, school used to be so easy, it used for to be real. easy, bro. But, I, like, yeah, like Chris said, now, like, you know, the teachers be fucking you, like, Nigga, homework you is got, yeah, you got the homework every homework to the exams. Exactly. And then the exam, like one of my teachers, like fucking homework was like one point, and then the exam was like, you fucking fuck the exam up. And you really get class. three chances, really. Exactly. If you're lucky. You get a, like, Not even. Midterm, midterm. Oh, final. yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to say, on a test. No, 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 no. College break you down, bro. Like, yeah. that, like, I used to look. I used to be like, oh, yeah, I can study at my little desk in my room. No, <laughs> no. Life, that dump, look, college broke me down after that first exam, bro. No. Oh, Break you down, bro. Be having you on your knees praying. Like, dang. But, dang. It's a fuck. Cap, bro. Like, oh, going oh, to I'm going to oh, Mine's going to be a little longer. Oh, yeah. Now I'm just saying, like, it's a good-ass feeling. Like, you know, like, whether it's sports or school, like, you get in what you put out. Like, Word, a lot of people, yeah. like, you get in that mindset, like, oh, fuck, I don't know this math concept. It's too hard. Or, oh, I can't remember all of this for history. But, like, a lot of people don't take the time to really try to get into it and study it. Yeah. You know, people, like, they go and study one time. Oh, fuck, I don't know it. Like, you got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all thought was going on? It's okay, bro. Right. I, was talking about, like, we I didn't call a female out their name. Yeah, we just trying to respect women on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You straight. It's okay. Well, Not yeah. a female, a woman. A woman, yeah. A woman. woman. I ain't going to count. We respect women on this podcast. We respect but all yeah. genders. All, all of them. Let's and go. Pronouns. And pronouns. Yeah. All right, bro. Even if you're not a gender. All right, bro. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Nick, say what you got to say. <laughs> no, bro, no. <laughs> what this man just say? Nah, uh, respect them all. Let's go. Men- like, bro, mental health, bro. 
Well, my case, it was, bro, like, you, when we waking up at 5 a.m. every day, bro, God. consistently to go out and hit somebody, bro. And it was like, when you got to the practice, like, some people ain't know how to practice. Like, people don't know, like, when you get later on in the week, bro, like, you don't go as hard. You don't sit there and try to overkill and, like, try to get people injured. But, like, early in the week, like, Monday and Tuesday, them the work days, like, you know, we battling it out. And it was like, when you had to go, when you had to transition from waking up at 5 in the morning, going to practice, going, getting through that practice in the meetings, then, like, going straight to class. I had 10 a.m. I went straight to class right after practice, bro. I'd be falling asleep in class. Like, yeah. Yeah, they different. But, like, we was in there at 5 in the morning, no matter what. And, like, bro, it was just like, you know, like, you had to have, you had to really have a, a positive outlook on it. Like, you had to look at it as this is something you want to do. You had to have a passion for it. Because if you didn't have a passion for it, bro, you wasn't going to show up to practice. You was going to be late to practice. We definitely checked in with each other, like, the whole way through the semester, bro. Yeah, bro. And it's like, <laughs> It's like, it, it's like, bro, and then, like, on top of that, like, when you're dealing with, like, injuries, bro, that stuff just drags you down, because it's like, um, dude, I went there at, like, 260, and I came back, I'm, like, 230-something right now, crazy, bro. bro. Lost about 30 pounds. It was just almost the size of a grapefruit, bro. Boy, that, was, that wasn't it, bro. I was getting cortisol shots, bro. But they don't know about that shot, bro. <laughs> but uh, it's like, bro, you just, like, some days... For us, we didn't, you didn't have really, like, a mental health day. Especially for me, like, my major, it's like, they had me scheduled out, like, my whole entire day. The only day I didn't have more than one class was Thursday. So, like. Yeah, you're just ripping and running every day. Yeah, and, like, when I get back to my room, it's just like, bro, I'm sleeping for the rest of the day. Right. Or, like, you know, hey, try to go out to some event just to, like, get to know people at the school that, and stuff. You got a network, bro. Yeah, you got a network no matter where you there go. There's some cool people at my school, for sure. But, like, that type of stuff, bro. It's just you You got to have a passion. And then, like, when you get breaks, like, Sunday wasn't even a break for me because it was like you had to wake up, go to treatment for, like, two hours. Now, I had to go to church, and then it was like had to come back and do film meetings on Sunday. And just, like, you're, like, 24-7 literally doing football school. You're just running. Like, your motor's high. Yeah, same for us. We had a Saturday. Saturday you had a game. Wake up, 9 a.m. treatment, lift at 10. And no 8 a.m. treatment lift or not. Yeah, and it's like, bro, like, you got to know how to take your mental health days. Like, I didn't do that later. I didn't do that until, like, I got later on in the semester. Word. And it was like, even then when I did that, bro, I still found myself at the end of the semester, str- like, struggling, trying to, like, get my grades up and exactly. stuff. Exactly, yeah. But, like, what they always told us, they was like, you just need to have a relationship with your teacher. Because, like, mm-hmm. you have a relationship with your teacher, bro, they're going to look out for you, like. And that's how it was with me. Like, some of my teachers I had to get a relationship with. And they ended up, like, my physics class, I had, like, a 69 in the class. And he was, like, I, I asked him about it. And he was, like, I'll drop one quiz and one test. And then, like, because I got 35 on the test, bro. Yeah. I used to fail them things. And then, like, my what's name transcript came out, bro. I got, a, I got a B on it. So I got a B in the class. So I was, like, oh. I guess he just looked out for me, you know, helped me out. Yeah. But that type of stuff, bro, you got to take mental health days. You got to take days just to rest your body because your body is not resting. Where you, you have a high motor, bro. Your body is ripping and running, bro. And then you just got to keep your stress level to low. Keep, like, Word. keep your grass small so you don't have a whole bunch of snakes coming up and biting you in it, bro. Ooh. 
He's poetic. Okay, Kendrick. Uh, so, um, do y'all have any insecurities? In regards to what? Just any insecurities? Uh, insecure about? I got. Well, nah, go ahead, bro. I'm too small, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to gain weight. I'm a little insecure about my height too, bro. Short king, like yeah, this I mean, just straight up. I mean, like, I wouldn't say like anything like physical wise, but like. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, but like, but like mental insecurities. Like, I mean, like, I always have like the fear of not succeeding. You know, like I feel like, like, even though that's like not technically insecurity, in a way, but like, I mean, you know, I'm always insecure. Like, oh, I'm not gonna be good enough for this, or like, especially in like my craft. You know, like exactly. You know, you like how you want to be the biggest football player you want to be. You know, I want to be the best designer that I can be, you know? Exactly. And especially, like, now, like, working with, like, the university and stuff like that and doing, you know, like, graphics and media and stuff like that, like, you know, these are those guys' professions, you know? And me, I'm a STEM major, you know, trying to be a dentist. Like, how does graphics and STEM have anything to do, you know? So, like, these people are grinding because this is their job, but this is just something I do on the side. So, like they're going to have the best of the best, you know? Like, uh-huh. I'm trying to compete to them. So I feel like that's always been, like, one of my mental insecurities as far as, like, college-wise and stuff. How, how do you ease those insecurities? Like, bro, you said, like, you got to, like, you're insecure about, like, your height. Like, low-key, me too, but I'm not going to lie. Like, how do you, like, ease that insecurity to, like, not let it bother you too much now? Uh, uh, well, I mean, our, st- our starting backs, like, they're not that much taller than me type shit. So I just be like, I mean... I'm I'm small, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all I feel like you're there for a reason, though. Yeah, like I know I'm I'm, I'm I can clearly run with him. I yeah. can play with him. Yeah. I can do this, and I'm I'm up here. And you know I was on scout team as a freshman because I I ain't play. So I'm out here. I'm going against first team defense every day, and I'm not like doing bad. Yeah, like I'm, I'm putting in my work. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? I no, yeah. yeah, like sure. just chopping at the, like chopping at the tree, bro. Like that's the one thing I had to realize, like how Bray was talking about, like you know, I'm not that much smaller than them, you know, like or they're yeah. not that much bigger. Like you kind of have to realize your own craft, and you're gonna be different from everybody. Word. Like when you like establish that. I'm not going to be the same exact designer or I'm not going to be the same exact running back or I'm not going to be the same exact offensive lineman. Like, that's when, like, that insecurity starts to, like, dissolve away. You know? Like, that was my biggest thing. Like, I wanted to be uniform. Like, I want to design like you. Like, I want my stuff to look exactly like you. But I realized, like... You got to be different. You got to be different. Like, you, everybody has their own way and their own craft, you know, and their own style, you know? I think what makes... Yeah, being different is what makes you memorable in their eyes. Like, when they, like, look going through resumes, they're going through designs like they want to go through the one that like sticks out exactly, that's different bro. like that doesn't follow suit and that's really what people looking for nowadays is like, that anything that different like and not even just straight designing but like anything you take on like you ain't got to be the same like yeah, it's always different right like y'all boys fits bro some of these fits i've been seeing bro like this like might not be as serious but like everybody got the same fit on type of thing like, yeah everybody going for the same thing and it's like recycled graphic tee but um, I've been getting into Walmart clothes. Tech fits. yes, he's one of them. Yes, he's one of them. With the foes on. It's an ATL fit. Very much scammer like. Okay, but um, 
uh, y'all also have friends that um, have insecurities, and they may have voiced these insecurities to you or may not have. But um, how do you ease their mind about their insecurities type of thing? Well, if any of my friends, like, tell me they're insecure about their height, I just tell them, like, remember, Tom Cruise is 5'7". You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no facts. Well, y'all have girls, so, like, I mean, they come like, to they come to y'all with insecurities. I mean, like, when, when, I mean, when talking to, like, a significant other and stuff, <laughs> like, so, <laughs> is that a white man walking yeah, in? Yeah, somebody just busts over here. Nah, but I mean, like, as in regards to, like, significant others and stuff like that, like, one thing that insecurities can, everybody will always have an insecurity, but it's, it depends on how prevalent it is and, you know, your mindset, because it's all mental, you know, like, it is. it's all mental, it's all in your head, you know, it's but, all just mindset. yeah, it's a mindset, and, like, I feel like with love and, like, with trust and, like, with loyalty, like, whatever insecurity that they have, it kind of just dissolves away, Heavy you know? on the loyalty. Like, loyalty is, like, the biggest thing, like, hey, look... Love don't mean jack. Wait, what fuck? 21 said, he said. I'd rather have love. Rather, than lo- exactly. I'd rather have, I'd rather have love than love. love don't mean jack. jack. Exactly. Because I mean, like. <laughs> I, could say, I could say love don't mean shit. I, no, love does. But I mean, like, like, being able to have, like, when you, like, give your trust and you're vulnerable to, like, your significant other and they see you're being vulnerable to them, like, they're going to be like, well, it don't matter if. I'm not the girl that he wants, or it's not the picture-perfect girl, the girl that he's had in the past and exactly, stuff like yeah. that. Like, it don't matter. Gosh. So, I mean, like, as long as, like, you throw yourself to them and let, you know, you're transparent and vulnerable to them, like, I feel like that's the best. Yeah, I don't like comparisons. Like, I don't like Exactly. Like. I'll say a big insecurity I had was I was a big-ass nigga. Like, I still is a big-ass I went, like... When you live your life as a big dude, like, you can't, like, you really have to develop a personality, because you can't be big and have a bad personality, so, like, I, (laughs) but, like, I went from 305 to 221, so, like, you can imagine, like, sometimes, you know, sometimes staring myself in the mirror, like, you know, I don't like what I see, so I'm like, I mean, it's true, though, like, you said what? I ain't cried in the mirror before. And sometimes, like, though, our brains will, like, make it out worse than it really is, though. Like, yeah. what you may see. Body dysmorphia is a body real is so thing, real, bro. bro. Like, when I take a picture, I'm not as big as I thought I was. Exactly. When I be seeing myself in the mirror, I'm like, damn, you big. But, like, when you take a picture, like, you see these things that people, like, when people take pictures of you, you're like, oh, wow, I'm not that big. I actually, like, pretty decent. No, bro. That's what bodies. Go ahead. No, hit it. No, I was just saying body dysmorphia is real, bro. Like, you, like. The mind, it tricks you, bro. Especially, like, when you, like, perceive this image of yourself. And it's like, oh, you know, like, I'm just this big, like, huge person. Like, even now, like, I dropped, like, I was once, like, 250. Like, but now I'm, like, 175-ish. So, like, but in my eyes, like, I still am, like, I'm 205. Not 205. I'm 250. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I feel like that's another thing where, like, an insecurity, like, body dysmorphia. I mean, but again, it's all a monster. Uh, yeah, I'm a like I'm religious and everything, but like I'm a big believer in like 
manifesting things. Like, if you say it and you think it, you're going to eventually convince yourself and believe it. And it's going to, like, be true in, like, your mindset. And, like, it's, like, a really stubborn thing to let go of. But um, yeah, what, you, what you was going to say, Nick? Nah, like, with body dysmorphia, bro. Oh, yeah, well, piggybacking off what Chris said, like, you actually do think, like, you tend – the, oh, what's the name? Like, the mind does tend to play games on you. Like, with me, I sit there, I think now I'm, like, 200 because I feel like I'm small, but, like, really it's, like, not that much has changed. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. Like, you're trying to get big now and, like, like you're trying to get big and, like, you think you're small. And, like, other people, they think they're – big and they're trying to get small it's yeah like, it really it's, is, it's, how it's it is for everybody bro. bro but like you just gotta have a confidence and a different mindset to like let go of that kind of thing and like don't let it be destructive towards you all right when was the last time y'all cried man <laughs> tell me cam busy hey man i last time i actually i don't remember the last, the last time I cried was week. Was the last game of the season? Honestly, when you sent me that text, that was the last time I cried. Cause Chris sent me a text, and he was like, "It was like, bro, keep doing your shit. Like you living out what you wanted to do." And it was like, bro, like that was the last game of the season. I just finished a true freshman season, like. You thugged it out, Nick, for real. You did, bro. You I, really went through it, bro. All that stuff that, like, they, like, threw, I was like, bro, like, I sat in my room because I remember we came to a hotel, and I went back to my room just to, like, pray and stuff before again, read the Word. Bible and pray. And, bro, I just sat in my chair and, like, bawled out for, like, 10 minutes, bro. And that was like, but yeah. that game was like, even though we lost, bro, we lost almost all. Like, we lost, we went, like, two and eight. We lost every damn game. Mm-hmm. Shit was just still emotional because it's like, bro, you come to a whole different city, you doing all this, and it's you like. You put your all in it, for real. I, I feel like Fall camp, bro. <laughs> what blisters on your feet, bro? What about you, Chris? I mean, the last time I cried, like, uh. The last time I cried, Don't I cap think, for the camera either, bro. Don't cap for the camera. Nah, either. like, I ain't going to. No, it was recent. Not, I won't say recently, but, like, it was this year. Um, Like, the last time I really, really cried, I think it was, like, it might have been, like, when everybody was, like, going off to school and stuff like that. Like, I don't remember, like, a specific, like, moment, but I do remember, like, the incident. Like, I mean, it was just, like, a realization, you know, like, all of us, like, you know, majority of us, you know, growing up, like, you know, I'm knowing Nick since, like, you know, I could meet friends and, like, you know, knowing Cam and, you know, like, middle school and stuff like that and, you know, meeting y'all boys in high school, like, and even though, like, I didn't end up meeting you guys to, like, high school and stuff, it was, like, it didn't matter, you know, it was, like, it felt like I've been known you longer, you know, like, being able to, like, I could confide in y'all in anything, you know, and regardless of how long that, you know, I know them and stuff, like, well, I can confide in you or y'all, I can confide in them, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it was like, you know, it wasn't like a sad cry, you know? It was like, you know, kind of like a catharsis, like, you know, like, letting out these emotions that, like, you know, everybody's finally going and doing what they always wanted to do, you know? Like, being like, you know, like, when Nick, like, going to, like, Clark and stuff like I remember you know there was a point in time when like Nick didn't you know think he was gonna play college football 
You know, like Nick was as nervous for USC decisions as I was, and I was I knew I was gonna be a regular student. You know, um, and you know, like even with Trey, like you know, Trey not here, but you know, Trey is another one of my boys. Like literally, he didn't know he was playing baseball until basically graduation. You know, and that being a lifelong dream and stuff. And, like, you know, seeing everybody, like, live out their goals and, like, do everything they said they wanted to do, you know. Like, it was just, like, this big, like, you know, overwhelming of emotion where it's, like, dang, like, it's go time. You know, like, it's time to get your shit, time to get your money. You know, like, this is time where we get our money. So end of the chapter. Yeah. new, though. So, yeah, I feel that. What about you, Reed? I'm not going to cap. It's been a minute. But I feel like... When you say cry, like, my shit be, like, insignificant. Like, the last time I, like, cried, cried was probably, like, 7th or 8th grade. I forgot when it was, but when I broke my collarbone. But, like, that was, like, the last time, like, I cried, <laughs> cried. Now, pain, look. I remember that, though. Yeah, yeah. But then, I, I was there. But then, like, I've, like, watered up recently, but it's, it'd be for, like, stupid shit, like, I remember one day, like, I left the dorm, and, like, I didn't, I forgot to pee, and I knew I was going to be gone for a minute. And, bro, not every minute. I got back, bro. You ever like you had, like you held it in for so long, and I got back, bro. Let's stuff by luck. I'm talking about nasty ass fucking communal bathroom, bro. Yeah. I had to let it go, bro. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit, boy. But like, it wasn't like a, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, just be it shit like that, hard. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I you. What you read? Last time I cried for real was that last high school game, bro. Oh, and man. I was, cause it was like half of it was like. Damn, the season over, and we ain't finished the way we wanted to. And, and we ain't finished the way we wanted to, so I was like, ah, oh, man. So half of it was the season over, and half of it was like what you said, Chris, was like, what's next? Because mm-hmm. it's like, I was like, Paul Paul took the D3 route and, and went up north, and I respect him for it, but I couldn't move that far away from my people. And that's the only O's I had at the time was stuff in Pennsylvania, like Wisconsin up there, and I was like, I can't, I can't go up there, bro. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so like you said, you Nick didn't know if he, if he was gonna play. Your friend Trey didn't know if he was gonna play. I didn't really know if I was gonna play for real until I got my my um offer to Wingate. So it was, half of it was the season over, and half of it was not knowing what my future was gonna hold for real. Mm-hmm. Swear that was right. That was a scary like what four months that we had to go through. That's what I'm saying. It's for yeah. everybody, like every athlete, bro, like, like, cause I didn't know if I was gonna play either. Cause I mean I like all the was, offers that Ray was talking about like from Rose and all those other D threes and like a few D twos and then PC came along, remember? But like <laughs> <laughs> we we was we wasn't with PC because it wasn't our major. Like me and me and Nick, we saw the big and Bray, we saw the bigger picture. We were like, bro, we want to go get a degree. We just trying to go to school for free, preferably play D one ball if we can, go walk on somewhere. But like, cause like I felt we all had faith in ourselves. But like I'll say the last time I cried. I didn't cry that last game actually. I was I was disappointed like way earlier than I had let go before. But um it was definitely sad like knowing I was gonna play with y'all boys again. So the last time I cried, it was probably like a, a month into the semester. I was on the phone with my mom. Um and she was basically talking about how everything was and I just like I kinda felt bad for like leaving her type thing. Cause it was like like, cause I usually, I'm usually around the house to like talk to her. Like I'd be like that more mature voice in her head. Like when she wants to talk through like her ideas about like her event planning and her job and what she wants to go through and further her career and everything uh, with real estate. And I was like, dang, like I'm not going to be there anymore to like, you know, that be that ear that she needs to hear and like talk her through things and like give her that love and support that she needs, you know? So it's like, I was, 
I don't know why. I just like it just happened. Like I was on the phone and I got like real emotional. Like when I heard, heard her voice and everything. But yeah, that was that was probably the last time. Huh? Last time I cried. Last time I cried, it was like I want to say in October, cause like it, it was over the course of the week and just life wasn't going. Back to the mental health, like life wasn't going the way I thought it was. And just like, it, it was a pretty dark time. So I just let it all out. I think, I forgot when it was, because a lot of things had happened. Uh, but yeah, it, it was, that was the main reason why I cried. It was a pretty dark time. Hold on. I was kept, I was kept, I remember. But no, this wasn't, I wasn't like bawled out crying, but like, I shed some tears. Yeah. So like, you know, you were, we played in middle school together. But like, in middle school, I've always felt like I was like a decent football player. Word. But like, you know, no offense to like J2, like J2 was great, but like, you know, Coach Smith, like, J two always yeah. got J two always got more touches than me. Hakeen always got more touches than me, and then you know I just fell out of love with like football and shit. So like, I didn't play football, and then got to high school, started playing basketball. Ninth grade year was pretty decent. Hurt my back like middle of the season, and then yeah, I hurt my back like the middle of the season, and then like I didn't get much playing time after that. Then fucking put some more work in, came back, made JV tenth grade year, and then Coach Bunton, like nigga ain't played me. I, I'm not going to go in on his ass, but that shit crazy. You know, I barely got any play time. Like, it's not like I was a bad player or nothing. No, nah, I'm like, you damn. definitely put in that work. I remember that. I remember that period of time. Like, you was going back and forth AAU tournaments. All yeah, this like, you training to like nine o'clock at night type thing. Yeah, like, you I was like, practice and then go train. Yeah. Like, and I was like, damn, like, nigga can't get a chance. And then come uh, 10th grade year, I went out the track and then I quit because that shit was fucking me. I said, Bray, this shit not for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that's crazy. I didn't. I didn't even know you came out. Yeah, there. I came out, and then they said Rob be a jumper. I said hell no, I'm gonna be a sprinter. That's when it was just Coach Washington, and that nigga was like, we got five seven hundreds, and I was like, <laughs> I swear, yeah, bro. I and that I man, was like, workouts used to be hell. That shit was fucking me. I was like, bro, it's not for me. So then, eleventh grade year, I said, God damn, I'm not about to play basketball because I already know how I was about to go. Then them niggas went like something twenty year old or some shit. So I said, hell yeah, that was a good decision. But then come 11th grade year, came to track, stayed with it, and then our season got cut short because of COVID, mm -hmm. shut it down. And so then, you know, come back 12th grade year, I didn't know what it was going to be because at the beginning, um, during, like, training and shit, like, early training, like, we didn't know if it was going to get shut down again or whether we was going to, like, be able to have a season. Then we ended up having a season. And then, like, I don't even think y'all know, but, like, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't on the first team 4 by one I was on second team. Yeah, that was and right. so... Mm -hmm. I had to, like, fucking, I was working my ass off. I was trading with Coach O'Neal. I would stay at the practice. I would come before practice. I would come on off days. I would fucking talk to Coach Lemon, watch YouTube, like, everything. Like, I was in the lab, like, consistently. And then I finally got there. I remember because, um, what's his name, Black got hurt. And I didn't qualify for the elite meet, actually. I didn't qualify in none of my events. I was the alternate for the 4 by one I didn't qualify. And so then Coach said, well, Black hurts, so you going to run. So oh shit, that's when we ran forty one the first time, and then we became number one in the state. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, remember that? Yeah, yeah I was like, damn, I was like, that's that crazy shit. how that worked out, though, ain't it? That shit crazy, bro, like, like imagine if bro would have actually quit, like, like imagine if bro didn't quit. actually yeah. come back eleventh grade year, bro, we would have probably never won that. And then I was, I was telling my mom, like, it, all of it still didn't hit me yet. Like, we're number one in the state and shit. Like, okay, yeah, that's crazy. Then like every meet, like we go to, like everybody, oh, that's Valley, that's Valley, blah blah blah. So then like better, the season bro. just keeps going and going. And you know, like when something go too good, like you're like, this you're shit like, gonna, bro, no it's way, gonna bro. crash. And then like. We get there and we're at qualifiers, fucking break the school record at qualifiers. And we're like, damn. And it still didn't hit me. And then we're like at state. And then I'm fucking standing there. I hear my fucking, my dad yelling in the stands. Everybody fucking yelling and shit. And then we run. And then J. Crump crossed the line at state. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it still didn't hit me yet. 
And then I remember like two days after state, I, I was pulling into my driveway and then I got a phone call. And then the coach was like, oh, this is coach blah, blah, from Winthrop. Word. Want to talk to you about running track. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. And then so we stayed on the phone and they offered me on the spot. But like I already knew I didn't want to really run or track tracking. in college. Yeah. But then like that was the moment like, I was just sitting in the driveway and like, I was just like tears were just coming out. And then because I remember like I always told my dad like, damn, you know, everybody want to play D1 sports. And like just to know that I was good enough and had the opportunity to mm-hmm. run Division mm-hmm. One track. And then like, you know, everybody that didn't give me playing time or didn't do this, didn't do that, like show it all to me. Yeah, word. Yeah. Facts. That was no, crazy. I actually did have a D1 offer for track too. It no. caught me off guard, bro, because I was like, bro, I'm just going to play, go play football. Like, yeah, I yeah. pretty much that, accepted that my fate. Yeah, yeah no, nah, it wasn't dirty. It was um, USC Charlotte, throws coach. He actually no, hit me facts. up. I was like, yo, what? No. Not, I was about to go no talk first. to Perry Parsons. I was like, let's see how we can work this out, bro. No, for real. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Bro, I knew Barry Coach. <laughs> Every meet. Hey, take this pamphlet, my boy. Hey, hey, bro, you used to have this motorcycle helmet out there, too, boy. What? Nah, fuck. Hey, hey, shout out, shout out, shout out, Dirty Face, bro. Shout Love. out, Dirty Jeremiah, bro. <laughs> that man, Crump's <crushed> chuckle. <laughs> oh, snap. Bro. What else did I have? Bro? Look, nah, I got a question for y'all. Where? Look. Do you think a coach can make a player fall out of love with a sport? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's like the story of my life with my parents, at least. Like that's what my um, like my stepfather told me. He was like, bro, I had like offers to like do USC, blah 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 blah. But like my coach, my senior year, he just made me fall out of love with the game. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like I ain't gonna name bash a coach, for Spring Valley or nothing. Well, I just say Look, but like, it's sad the fact how like a particular person can alter someone's game like that like like how everybody like everybody here in one point in time of their life and I mean y'all living out in a dream but like everybody here wanted to go play a college sport Word. like even though I blew my knee I was planning on coming back like I was like I'm mm-hmm. coming back like I'm gonna play but like the fact that someone can really alter your dream like that makes someone feel that horrible you know like there's a certain time and like you know he's not you know he's not being with us no more but like there's people that still believe in you, you know, like Coach Peterson and all of them, like, you know, like, you, you know, not even like on the side. Like, I mean, it's sad, you know, y'all yeah. know, but I mean, you know, having those people believe in you and stuff and like, but the fact that there's a person, an adult, now you're a kid, you're 16, 17, that can shatter someone's dreams, you know, or yeah. tell you like, oh, yeah, you're not good enough. Like, I mean, like, you got to be honest with yourself, but at the same time, you know, like, I put in hours, you know what I'm saying? Like, out of all my years, like, y'all stay consistent with y'all, you know, your position and stuff. Like, you know, you O-line, like, you play safety, little you, linebacker, you, yeah, running you, back. You really I play like, everything. You did what the coaches asked like, you. Like, you, just you know, did. like, that's what I'm saying. Like, every, you know, everybody's like, oh, you need to be a team player. You need to be coachable and stuff like that. Like, I did whatever a college coach would want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you need a running back. Okay, I'll play running back. Oh, you need an O-line. Okay, I'll play O-line. You need to play linebacker. Okay, I'll play linebacker. Okay, did I did that. everything, you know. And especially, like, when I blew – exactly, D-line. Like, especially when I, like, blew my knee and stuff, like, literally nobody reached out to me. You know, like, no yeah. coach reached out. Like, I get a text from a coach – I ain't going to say no names. But, like, after the fact when he's like, oh, you're hurt, question mark. Like, dumb oh, in an operating room, bro. God. But, like, nah, bro, it's just, it's sad. It's sad, bro. Because, like, whenever, like, Rob was talking about, like, the more touches and feeling like, you know, like, 
how are you getting more touches? I put yeah. all my effort into this, bro. Because, like, this is time. That's your life, bro. Like, four, not not saying four years were wasted. Because, I mean, it built, you know, it made you learn. It made you in the man you are today. But, like, all that work went to nothing, essentially. You know, like, them times that we'd be in that weight room from freaking crazy, eight to man. ten in that hot Musty, you know, yeah, freaking you ain't, you ain't lying, inmates, bro. you know what I'm saying? Like, grinding lying. on the field and stuff like that. Like, going to places, going to visits, like, going to Nick to Walker and stuff, getting my name out, you know, like, Word. trying and hoping that, okay, like, I'm going to get there. You know, I'm going to get to where I want to be just for it to be ruined, you know? Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying a coach can't ruin it, but, I mean, they can put a, a thick-ass fucking curve in your, your plans. Yeah. So. I was about to but, say, like... And it affects your mindset, too. Hell, yeah. That, like, that's where my love for track came in, because, like, it was the first sport where I wasn't battling, like, the coach's favorite. Exactly, You know bro. what I'm saying? Like, in track, it's either you fast or you're not. It's, either the, it's you can the best, throw far the best or you go. The best go. Yeah, exactly, either you can throw bro. far or you can't. You can pole bar or you can't. It's not like, oh, this is my favorite, so I'm about to put him... In. Like, it was the first <laughs> sport where, like, I could just work exactly. and make my, like, get to where I'm trying to be. Like, Word. every other sport, basketball... He might not be the favorite, or you know, he has a different player in mind. What I've seen is, I think the coaches that like value like changing a player's life and actually developing a player versus getting wins is that those are the better coaches you find. Those I'm are saying, usually the coaches bro. that live. I mean, that like that win live and win and actually have a better culture on their team. Like they like, win, and even if they don't win on the field, they win in the player's mind, their heart. Yeah, like, exactly. Look, like, like I'll shout this coach out, like Coach Mo, like like he, he's a, I, like, like he is a winner. You like, know, at the end of the day, if I stop playing football, I know that he's still supporting exactly, me. Exactly, bro. Like, knowing that someone's always going to have your back, that's wanting to develop you, not just to be number 71 on the field that can exactly. go hit the next person, you know, or who's my favorite, this, that, and the It's crazy. Like, even the person, like, even people that wouldn't get, like, no play time whatsoever, he'd still be exactly. on the weight room. Just, like, it like, don't working. matter. Like, come on, like, like, let's, like, let's go. It don't matter, bro. Yeah, like, I mean, I know I done had, like, a few coaches where it's, like, Take, for instance, bro, like, with us at our school, we like the coaches, but necessarily sometimes with the decisions they make, it'll be like, well, we respect their decisions. And then it got to the point, like, they made so many bad decisions that it's just like now you got the players coming together just to say, we're not going to put up with that. Like, we're not going to do what y'all – Yeah. we're going to do what y'all tell us to do. But, like, at the end of the day, know that we still don't respect that you told us to do that. Because yeah. it's like, you know, the type of coach that you look for is like a coach like, man, if it gets to a point, he'll get he'll pull something off his back to give to you. And, like, we didn't have exactly. that, bro. Like, we Do had you remember that um that Sumter JV game? Megan. When, oh, yeah. um... When they started fighting, yeah, Sumter, bro. Sumter players and, and, and our player, right? talking about Ooh, in the... Bro, and, bro was literally getting jumped. And, and like, they told us not we, to move off that us, side. Like, Don't line, move. Bro. Blah, 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 blah. And like, then who was it? Go, like defend uh, our guy. Who was whatever. the AD? The AD no, came AD. on the side. Honor, and he was like Tim just a whole bunch of thugs. Thugs, bro. Thugs, that's so stupid, hoodlums, bro. bro. Like that was the most like, like that. That really showed me how you. Like, that's what I'm saying. That was bro. some like, true colors. My thing exactly. It, it, like, it's racist as hell. I, bro, I tried to get a media person to come um, shoot one of the games for us against Blythewood. Bro, next gym was supposed to come through and oh shoot for Blythewood. And he was like, and like he came up with like the most bullshit excuse just to like not let the guy like come and record for us. Like, That's he was what I'm like, saying. Like, I don't want any other distractions on the sideline. Like, bro, it's like, 
so many microaggressions can feed up to that. And it's even in the school system. Like, exactly. I don't care, bro. bro. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, y'all may know Richland too drama, no, no, no. But like, Coach Moten should have got the AD position. Oh, Coach Fish. Should have got the AD. The no, like, Coach Moten. Cool, the, no, the, yeah, like, the new AD is cool. Facts. The new AD, he's the cool. Like, AD I ain't gonna say cool, but he doesn't know Valley like Coach Moten knows Valley, and he doesn't have a relationship with the. He doesn't know the community. He doesn't know the community. He doesn't have a relationship with the players. Like. Coach Moten does. Like, like, exactly, bro. Like, he can be a great guy. Like, I've never met him personally, but, like, I mean, I've seen what he's done for the culture. He's done good for Spring Valley. Like, great guy. But, like, it's another thing. And especially because we – look, I'm not trying to bring race into nothing like this, but, like, you need someone that represents you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, nah, for real. that looks like you, that talks like you, you know, like – you need people like that. You need visual representation. You want, oh, you always complain about, oh, this black kid's going to go here, this black kid's going to go there. Then why don't you put someone who is already, you know, like yeah, a we need positive to see figure. You need someone like that's going to do something. Figures exactly. of power. Like. like, and especially, and it's showing that, you know, loyalty don't mean nothing. You know, like, Word. loyalty doesn't mean anything. Because, I mean, you know, Coach Moten and stuff like that, being there for years and years. stuff like that, that's did his time, that's, you know, that's, and in the system, you know, that's been loyal. And put out major players exactly. and people in the and world. Like, like, that has everything, that has, like, all the credentials, that has all of this, like, and you still, like, like go out like, he's not, not good enough. Why would you hire outside? Exactly. You know, yeah. like, and the guy, like, guy's great. Like, I, you know, great for Valley, like, doing that stuff because, I mean, great guy, but, I mean. And that'll happen in the real world, exactly, too. Exactly. Like, 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 if that was anything that, like, opened my eyes, like, to the real world. For exactly. Like, that's what it was. Like, yeah. I could give everything I have to a company. Maybe I want to get a promotion. I'll give everything I have to a company, but like maybe I just don't fit the image that they're looking for, exactly, or whatever. And bro. like I get snubbed, and then they hire outside. And it's, and it's like, just man. especially hiring outside from a, a situation like that. Exactly, you know, like just, especially having like you know assistant ads, and maybe even if it wasn't Coach Mullen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Why not hire from within? And this is just the idea. Now I'm just rambling, but like, what's wrong with hiring from within? You know, why do you always have yeah. to go somewhere else to find something better? You know? Yeah. I don't know. It depends. Just my take. Because, I mean, we lost our head coach. Our head coach retired. And, um, I mean, like, in our situation, we're cool where everybody's at. Like, we don't yeah. want we don't want our D coordinator or our OC to move the head coach. Like, they said they're doing a national search. They want to get somebody. Yeah, like, new. I mean, that's different. That's, that's different. Yeah. But, like, in a position like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's a, like, it's a real world thing. Yeah, like, they create, like, a false, like, incentive. For yeah. like people to come in, like, oh yeah, you can move up the ladder, you can move up the chain, but like realistically, like they just they, they go already hire their, somebody. They yeah. already have their mind made up about who yeah. they want. They're just positions. gonna go out and hire a manager or an assistant yeah. manager or a regional manager. They did that with us. Yep. They put them on two. They put them on two years, bro, and then like, bro, didn't even give him a chance to turn the program around for real. Like, yeah, our head coach was a really good dude. Like he did, he did a lot for the program. He got us on the right track outside of football. And he was still on the track to making it translate to on the field. And then it's just like, you just come so short. But I mean, that's, that's how quick they cut you, man. But like, the thing was, it wasn't really him. It was more of the people under him. Yeah. Doing BS and him having to take the heat for it. Like, did they clear house or did they like? Clear the whole house, bro. That boy's trying to go coach for Clark? Y'all don't want to come here, bro. <laughs> uh, y'all had I to take it back. Don't take my scholarship. <laughs> Y'all say y'all have any enemies for real? No. You don't never have no enemies. I feel like you got people that envy you. 
Word. that's always watching you. Yeah. And I feel like that might be the closest thing you get to an enemy, but I don't know. Enemies, I feel like enemies are all another mind thing. Yeah, so, like, okay, so this is something interesting, right? All right, so watch this. All right, so, like, I read, I was reading the book. I was reading 48 Laws. Um, Noble Record admitted minute took me, like, a few podcasts ago, but, like, so the concept of making enemies is, like, you want to make enemies because, in a sense, they'll be more loyal than friends. So, like, let me let me elaborate. So, like, uh, enemy, like, at first they may be your enemy, but, like, you know, eventually enemies become friends or whatever. whatever you know? Like, if someone's, like, initially your enemy, they'll try even harder to prove their loyalty to you than, like, somebody who, like, may come out with false intentions like a friend and then, like, end up doing you dirty later. So, like, do you all agree with that concept or not? Because like you, you have a lot like of people that come you into have your life. Bad blow with somebody, and they're gonna try to like, or they come out with you with show, fake love. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. They're trying to show you that they're like genuine, or like they're trying to show you that they're changing their ways. They're gonna take those steps. They're gonna try to show you. Rather, if you don't know the person or like a friend, they don't have to try as much because you know, like. Because like, why would an enemy try to be your friend? Like, but, like you already know that. Well, okay. Well, then, with you saying that, yeah, but like, how does someone become an enemy? They betray you from your friend. Like they were a friend, now they're your enemy. Or maybe it's they just like straight up don't like you at first. Like they straight up like like maybe. I mean, well, yeah, I feel like, but if they straight up don't like you from the get go, I wouldn't even say that's an enemy though, because you yeah. never did anything to them. Yeah, what defines an enemy? Like I feel like an enemy is someone who was like kind of like how like Jesus is like Jesus's enemy is the devil. Yeah. Because like the devil was once in heaven and like not to be like on a re- like religious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you just like, an example. You know, like. Jesus, you know, the devil was once in heaven, but he, you know, did some, you know, betrayed Jesus, was trying to be his own self, you know, trying to be thrown Jesus and stuff like that. And he became his enemy and, you know, went to, you know, hell and did his own thing. So, like, that's where I feel like an enemy comes in. Like, yeah, people are always going to be envious of you. Like, they're going to be like, oh, he don't, I don't think he should do this. I don't think he should be there. I don't think he should be doing this or, like, have all this. So I wouldn't call that enemy. I just feel like I, I think people jealousy. envious are, are your enemies, though. They want to see you, like, I feel like they want to see you fail. Yeah, I want to see them fail, but like, I feel like that's just you, don't you being see, jealous. That doesn't mean, like, they're, like, you don't acknowledge them as, like, you don't have any animosity towards them, but, like, True. They have animosity towards you, and that makes them enemies. I feel like that makes them an enemy. Well, I like, feel think like of the Drake like got a lot of enemies. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like like in a sense, yes. But then at the same time, I just feel like that's just an emotional fact of them just being like jealous. Yeah, like the jealousy factor. Jealousy makes enemies. I mean, je- yeah, jealousy makes enemies. I feel yeah. I mean, on paper. Yes, but that doesn't mean like you go back with like enemies. Back, yeah, like, you know, I don't feel anything towards my no, yeah. quote unquote enemies. Like the same thing as haters type yeah. shit. Like I agree, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. What's what y'all what y'all goals for this year? Goals for this year? Oh shit! I actually got a journal well, written down. Bro. Goals? Word. I actually got a journal written down with all my goals. Right. Ass. Yeah, this is like it's dead in there. But like I can probably list off top. You want me to give it to you? No, nah, I'm straight, bro. I got it. Um, that is is definitely to start. Like I got like I got different um goals like in different like for athletics is definitely to start. Um, even though I got like a junior, two juniors ahead of me in the starting spot, so I'm I'm gonna try to slide. So uh, that's gonna like require me to put in extra work over the summer. Um and then when I start, um get at least five plus turnovers. Um basically stats. Um financially, um you get a property. I wanted to um invest in a property. Um, and then podcast wise, I want to get a sponsorship mm-hmm. from any company. It doesn't matter um, how big or small. I just want to get a sponsorship from a company. 
uh, start monetizing the podcast and then increase merch sales. Um, also, there's one more thing. Oh yeah, um, business wise, I wanted to um, yeah get an internship for the summer for sure. I mean, so I, like that requires me to increase my GPA and everything like that. So I lock in with an internship, but with a job that I like, um, and really you know feel it out and travel, of course, see somewhere new. I'll go. Um, uh, let's see. A realistic one. You know, of course, everybody want to play, but everybody coming back. So at least <laughs> at, my, at my position. Okay, they're taking that fifth yeah, year. At uh, my position, everybody coming back. I mean, half of them sophomores and juniors right now anyway. So I want to be a special team demon next year. I'm not yeah, going to lie But that was me this year. Oh, my and God. Then, um, uh, of course, you know, I already said game weight, stuff like that. Uh, my major exercise science, and I got three major classes this semester, so I got to try to ace all them. And, yeah, just, I mean, keep getting closer with God, get in my Bible. Cause, oh, yeah, I got spiritual yeah, goals, so, too, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's really it. Yeah, that's good. Um, Well, obviously, like, do good in school. Like, want to finish out this semester strong. What, the last, what, last, last semester of the first year, finish out strong. Like, obviously, I always have financial goals. Like, I have, well, I already have them, like, written down, like, each figure I want to hit, like, whether it's in my bank account or in the stocks or whatever it is, like, I have all that planned out. And then also, you know, like, start treating life more like you're, like, you know how they say, like, you're your, like, what's the, what's the saying? Like, dang, I can't, I can't. Your like, car. your name is your brand. Yeah, your brand. Your, your, your name your is brand. your brand. Yeah, exactly. Like, treating yourself as your brand. So, like, that means, like, like you said, like getting in the lab. So that means like increasing my skill set overall. Word, that's yeah. Because, like, you know, like going into like the tech field, that's different coding languages, knowing HTML, knowing front end, knowing back end, knowing maybe a little bit of cybersecurity, like just increasing my value that I can put into the world. Yeah. So, like, you know, going to the library, learning new topics, you know, and like truly learning them, not just skimming yeah. over them, but like really delving into different topics that I want to. That I'm interested in and like increasing my skill set. A lot of that you can find like in podcasts too. Like if oh you start yeah. listening to podcasts, you listen to topics like, like most of the topics I get like for this, like I listen to other podcasts and then like most of the goals I have they're like from other podcasts because like it gives you an alternative mindset to like Thinker. develop your ideas exactly. So yeah, definitely and then, do like, that. I actually like stop like investing into stocks at the moment until I hit my other financial goals like in other places. And so hopefully I hit those this year and then we start back like investing into my portfolio and then uh, getting closer to God and then trying to help more people like as much as I can. Yeah, for sure. So what y'all uh, you easy? I got I got a lot. I'm gonna keep it short though. Find a church home, that's one thing. Oh, yeah. um, Me too. Me too. Because, yeah. you know, uh, you know, growing up, going to church practically every Sunday, and then you know, you go to college. You know, PWI. There's not a lot of stuff mm-hmm. or like church where you feel like you're at home. Word. So definitely find a church home. Get a summer body. You know what I'm saying? You okay. know what I'm saying? I already lost so much weight. What's uh, the point of stopping now? Get a GPA up. Uh, it's not bad, but you know, I want to get like a 3.8. Uh, more scholarship money. Where? Um, oh, and try to get more relationships with MUSC. That's about it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I mean, academically, like, 
I mean, it goes for all of us, honestly. Like, you know, getting our, like, GPA goals and stuff like that. Like, it's always been a goal. And kind of, like, understanding stuff, not just, like, getting a grade and just, like, going past, like, actually learning, like, how Rob was saying, like, being, like, immersed in the information, learning and stuff. Um, I feel like a really big goal of mine is, like, and, of course, everybody has different definitions of it, especially in, like, the time that we are, you know, like, all of us, within the next year, two years, would be turning 20, going in our 20s and stuff like that. I just feel like this year really, like, hitting, like, financial freedom, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, because everybody has, like, their own, like, understanding of it. Like, I mean, like, my my definition now is going to be totally different when I'm older. Like, I mean, yeah, don't hate me. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, tuition to pay for Exactly. Like, don't, like, everybody, like, people like, oh, you're not going to be financial freedom, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, feeling like you're not always having to be, like, you know, depending on this, of course, you'd be mind, you know, mindful of your money and your stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> like just being able to just have freedom with what you want to do and what you need to do. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, another goal of mine is like kind of like how Rob was saying your name is your brand. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like getting more out of life, too. You know, like everybody has 24 hours, you know, like either you can do something about it. Or you can waste it. You're never gonna get those 24 hours back. You know, like, like actually, like challenging myself. You know, going out the you know norm. You know, being comfortable. Like I know I saw like like LeBron James talk about like being you know comfortable. Well, no, Cam Newton saying like being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Exactly. You know, like yeah. like getting to that state where like I know that I'm bending. You know, like like Jacob say like bend but never fold. You know, so that's where I'm kind of you know getting to. So it's mental. Uh, yeah, like the same with the academic goals, just keep my GPA up, you know, around the school, around the school, like it's like, I kind of want to get a better brand. I kind of want to like, you know, increase my brand with the school, just, you know, get more known around the school, go out, you know, help out where I could, where like help is needed and stuff. And, but like with football, I'm not talking louder, no. No, it's not coming. Oh, for real? Just, just, you just a little bit louder. Just a little bit louder. Yeah, you good. I'm good right now. Yeah, you straight. Right. Yeah, like with football, uh, mainly just like you know, help with like. I'll say, my personal goals for football just you know get my stuff back to where it needs to be to you know perform at like the highest level I could perform, at that level, but like. As a team, as like a player on the team, I really want to work on my leadership skills. Like you know, like being able to bring people together. You know, get more respect from the teammates. So if I you know have to like come out and say something and say like, hey, you know, like let's just do this, man. Let's get it over with. Or you know, like, hey, man, we gotta you know do this so like the team could just be better overall. Like y'all need to show to weightlifting. Y'all need to do this. People will start to listen more. Yeah. That that that's like the main thing because it's like we got the talent, but it's just like trying we just to change need the culture. To, yeah, the culture and like we need the leadership to do it. Prove it. Yeah, prove it. Uh, Clark Atlanta. Clark. <laughs> come on, come on down, Paul. Yeah, man. But come on down, Paul. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Anybody else had anything? How y'all feel about AB? I just say like, oh, well, I told Helena this, but like this is like one thing that helps me like. Oh, this is like one thing that helps me like not feel nervous when I'm trying something new, but like. If you think about it, like, you know, everybody says, like, YOLO, like, you do only have one life. Yeah. But, like, as of right now, like, we know the world is going to rotate and the sun is going to come up and it's going to go down. But your world isn't promised. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Your tomorrow is theoretical at this point. Like, you could wake up. You mean, you can go to sleep and never wake up. 
Like anything Bruh. can happen at any moment. Word. So you're the next second as I'm speaking, a moment ago was theoretical. Like something like fucking meteor could have fell out the roof and hit us. Like I don't know. But that's where you have to live like everything isn't promised. And yeah. like take that to it. Like take I think that about to that. Heart. I think about that really often actually. Like would I be happy with my life before I were to go right now? Exactly. Would I be happy with the way I lived? Mm-hmm. And not honestly, I, bro, I, don't, I don't think I would be, bro. I'm, saying, I'm like, bro. S- like, like that just actually like makes me mad thinking about it. Like, bro, like there's so much I need to do and want to do, but it's like, and a lot of people say like, you know, you don't have enough time. Time is limited. But like, if you really think about it, like you sit down and like really apply yourself, like you can really maximize your time while still mates yeah. while still yeah, maintaining. Yeah, yeah, you maximize my time. That's why I got a journal to write down yeah, everything yeah. down so I can like basically go through a daily goal check or like a to-do list almost kind of thing that like doing at least one thing every day, like that 1%, doing like something to get you 1% better at whatever you want to do every day. So like, say I wanted to learn a new language, just like going through like a Spanish lesson or something like once every day and then like applying myself or like maybe speaking in Spanish with like like one of my Hispanic friends or something like that, like doing a phone call or something like that every day. Or if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to, um, you know, like Rob said, uh, do better with coding or anything. Like, just going through one module or something every day. But, like, just doing something at least one every day to, like, apply and get you closer to that goal, I think, like, really helps you maximize, you know, what you're getting out of life. And I, like, at least knowing that I'm, like, doing that would make me feel like, you know, I was I was getting better. Yeah. But, like, yeah. There's also, like, a part of yourself where, you like, you don't feel like you're applying yourself enough, too. And I feel like that's where a lot of people get, like, stuck and discouraged, so... Just take it one step at a time. That's what I would say. Community service. Let the church pray. Hey, 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 h